I talk about a lot of movies on this show, and chances are you haven't seen all of them. Want an easy way to watch them all and so much more? You should check out Amazon Prime. If you go to my website right now, moviesmorepod.com, linked in the description, and scroll to the bottom of the homepage, you can check out a tab that will take you to start a 30-day free trial of Prime. On top of that, every movie I talk about will have a product link to the rent the movie through Amazon in the episode description. So go watch more movies and do it with Amazon. Thanks for supporting this great service and this show. Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright everyone, welcome back to the show, and today I'm here to talk about one of my favorite, and one of what I think is quite possibly the most underrated animated movies ever made. It is The Iron Giant. So this movie was released in 1999, directed by Brad Bird, and starring Jennifer Aniston, uh, Harry Connick Jr., Vin Diesel, and a bunch of other people. It's a really, really heartwarming story that I think is very underseen and very underrated. I feel like everybody who has seen it loves it because it's just kind of impossibly charming, but I think that not enough people have seen it, so I'm here to hopefully get a few more eyes on this really, really awesome movie. I don't remember when the first time I saw it was. It was definitely a few years ago, and I loved it right away. And I knew I wanted to revisit it. There were certain moments with it, like, from it that have stuck with me for, you know, the the whole interim since I watched it for the first time. But I finally decided that I wanted to watch it again and review it for the show because it had just been so long. And it's kind of funny that in doing that, it made me want to rewatch E.T. because it's been a long time since I've seen that, too. And I would love to review it for the show, but we're not here to talk about the movie. Not yet, at least. I will say, I think that part of the reason it reminded me of E.T. was because it is pretty derivative of E.T. and a lot of similar movies. It does have a lot of elements that really, really uh, are taking a lot of... uh, a lot of almost even direct scenes and direct characters and archetypes right from other movies. But I think that it does it in such an interesting and unique way, and it just has such a charm to it. I think that's one of the best ways I can describe this movie, like, is just charming. It's really irresistible, and I think that it does the stuff that it's, uh, it's doing, even the stuff that it's taking from other movies, remarkably well. Brad Bird is a really great director. I think that's a really big part of this. I don't know, you know, exactly how that works with animation. I'm not as well-versed in animation and the procedures that go into that as I am with directing live-action movies, but either way, he has a pretty impeccable track record just between this, Incredibles, uh, I guess Incredibles 2, it's passable, so I guess I can count it, and uh, just other stuff, though, too, like um, the fourth Mission Impossible movie is a freaking awesome movie. I love that movie. That is a really, really good movie. And I watched it recently and didn't review it like an idiot. Now I don't remember it well enough to talk about it. That sucks, but, uh, whatever. I'll definitely find an, uh, find an excuse to, to watch it again. But yeah, man, he's really, really good. And, However he directed the actors, if if he gave them uh, a lot of direction at all, like I said, I don't really know how all that works, but 
they all play their roles very well. Everyone who, who does this, it's very believable. They make everything sound really, really good, really, uh, really real. Because a lot of these lines are a little bit cliche and and not that funny on paper, but I think just the way they're delivered makes them really funny. Like little details about how mom says certain lines and just her sort of weird, like clearly what is going on here, but like I'm just going to go with it. Like the way she kind of delivers certain lines and then the way Hogarth sounds so bored when he does that greeting on the phone and, and that kind of thing, just like little aspects of life that they include in here through the vocal talent that are really entertaining and really elevate some of the dialogue that could be a little bit a little bit plain just on the page, but when they actually get it recorded and, and it's in the movie, it does sound a lot better than I think it would have if different people were playing this or if a different director was at the helm. I also think that the animation is really, really good. It's not really breaking any molds or redefining what it could look like, but the colors are beautiful and the line work is really clean. Everything looks very professional and it doesn't look cheap or like they really spared a scent. It all flows very well. All the characters are, are unique looking and, and, you know, distinguishable. There's a lot of character to the locations, the town, uh, Hogarth's room, his house. The Iron Giant has a lot of really intricate detailing, the scrapyard. There are a lot of really identifiable locations, and they do a really good job of bringing that sort of 60s, kind of Pleasantville-esque town to life through animation. And I think that looks really cool because you could definitely do this movie with... Uh, with like live action and CGI, but I don't think that it would have worked as well. I think that the colors that this use this uses, the way the Iron Giant integrates with the landscape and everything, that's stuff that I think only works in animation, because if you were to make it live action, I feel like it could go a little bit the route of the BFG, the Spielberg movie from 2016, where the girl befriends the really big old giant guy, which, you know, not a direct parallel, but you can see where I'm coming from, and that doesn't really work at all for a lot of reasons, but I think that the giant CG guy is a is a big part of it. If it was a robot, it might have been a little different, but still, I just don't think that that integrates into the environment as well as it does here. It just looks better, and the stylization to a lot of this, it just works so well. It kind of feeds into the cheesy B-movie quality to some of this, and it's all just really entertaining. So from the vocal work to the direction to the animation to some of the character moments, uh, the one that always comes to mind for me is the very end when he, uh, when the Iron Giant flies up and he says uh, the whole Superman thing before he collides with the nuke. Uh, it's all really, really good. It's well, it's well written. Uh, the dialogue isn't always great, but it's definitely delivered very well, so that makes it entertaining. And just in general, this is a really great movie that's always firing on all cylinders. The ending, I think, is a little bit disappointing. For me, I wish it would have been a little bit more ambiguous. Like, maybe Hogarth goes to sleep, and then you pan across, and you see the, um, you see the, the bolt blinking and kind of shaking, maybe. And maybe it, like, kind of knocks against the box, and the box falls over, or something like that. But I don't... I don't know. I think that without the title card and the actual, like, actually seeing the giant 
getting all reassembled and everything, I think that would have been a little bit better, just because I don't think you need the overtly happy ending. It, it kind of wraps up with too neat a bow for me. I think it would have been preferable if they would have just stuck with the more ambiguous ending, but that's just a personal thing. I prefer when endings are ambiguous and leave a little bit up to the audience, so I, I know that it's a bit biased, but I don't know. I think that just would have worked a little bit better. But, but besides that, besides that, I do think that this movie is really, really doing a lot right. And if you haven't seen it, which there's a good chance you haven't, please, I implore you, go check this out. It's probably at your library because every episode is my campaign for libraries now, apparently. So go check it out. It's really, really good. Well worth your time. Brad Bird is a heck of a director. And all three of the movies that I listed off, I would definitely say that that would make a good... Uh, a good triple feature if you want to do like the top three brad bird movies definitely this is really really good stuff so yeah the iron giant check it out all right before i get out of here i want to say that i am grateful for a really nice night uh it's just a nice night <laughs> i don't know what else to say it is a good day it's a nice night i love i love now that it's a lot cooler at night really Beautiful stars, beautiful weather, just feel so relaxed when I go to bed. I am not a person who likes it hot, so now that it's been cooling down, very quickly might I add, good God, Pennsylvania, get it together, but I, I mean, I don't know where it is, you know, like how it is wherever you are listening to this, but for us in PA, what is happening? But, um, it, yeah, it's just much preferable either way to, uh, to the to the hot weather for me random or not totally out of nowhere or not i do think that the cold weather is uh, it's the best thing uh, i really wish that it could be cold all year round man or at least fall weather i love love hoodie weather never happier than when i'm in a long sleeve or a hoodie man and if i can rock shorts with it ah uh, perfection but it, this is not a weather podcast uh, and this is not grateful for the weather, even though it probably could be, but I definitely have used that before. So I'm just going to say that the, the nice night, great stars, just a, just a general chill-ass vibe. I, I like it a lot, and I'm grateful that I can enjoy nights like this. Before, wait, no, I already said that. Before I get out of here, yeah, already done. Uh, yeah, if you like the show and you want to show it some love, and please consider rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcast. You can do it right in app. Five stars would be super helpful. And while you're there, please consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. Another way that you can get the word out about the show is by telling a friend. If there's somebody in your life who you think would like the show, please send them my way. I'd love to have them. If you want to find uh, links to contact me, where you to follow me on Instagram, the link to the most recent episode, every possible place you can listen to this podcast on the internet, and... Links to my Amazon affiliate program, you can do that at moviesandmorepod.com. That's a really great landing page for everything I do here, so I'd really appreciate you checking it out. And thank you if you've done all that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening, and until next time, Superman. That was me exploding. I was just punching some nukes. You know me sacrificing my big robotic body for humanity.
<laughs> oh my god. Uh, but don't bring guns around me. I will laser your face off. Okay, bye. It's really violent. But <laughs> Thanks for listening. I love you guys. Please send your friends my way. I'll laser your face off. I punch nukes. I'm a giant robot. Okay, what am I doing?